BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Aloha. are listening to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com, episode 383 of the show. Thank you for listening every week. Thank you for sharing with your friends. Thank you for liking, rating, and viewing places. I haven't looked at that in a while. I haven't looked at our iTunes reviews, so that could anger me probably shouldn't do it let's see if it even opens uh if you would like to reach out to the show become known to us it's always fun to connect with new people here you can do so via the uh, email mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com is the email address you can also send us a voicemail a lively bunch on the voicemail these days 949-464-TBLS always fun hearing your thoughts on what we've talked about, what you think we should be talking about, any and all of the above. Also, I would encourage you, if you are able, to subscribe to our bonus content via our Red Circle page, which appears as a link in the show notes on whatever device you are listening to the show on right now. You just click that link. It says subscribe for exclusive content. You click that. You give us five bucks every month or you give us $50 for the entire year. And you get all of the content we do here. You get you get not because you're going to hear most of the show. And if you're just hey, if it's not your if you're not in that spot, don't sweat it. It's no big deal because uh, you're going to get, you know, an hour plus of a show every week for free. But if you're into what we're doing here and you want to get it all you got to subscribe that's all there is to it plus all the bonus content we do there i dropped a bonus thing this week that i did on my other show with uh malls trend lightly so there's bonus from that i've been doing a couple therapies with my girlfriend cheyenne where we do sex and relationship stuff all that behind the the paywall plus bonus content from this show right here the bachelor lifestyle i give you the whole thing for free because we don't really do like we barely do an hour of that so if you're just here for the bachelor you're not missing any behind the scenes bachelor stuff i'll just just gonna be straight up with you on that one we're gonna we keep it honest here uh i am joined now 
as I am every week, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing well. I, <laughs> I, you're one of your other shows. I, I got. Sometimes I'll check Twitter and it's like, oh, you've mm. been mentioned 36 oh, times. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, what? And most of the time, and I, I try to answer when somebody's like asking sure. me something specifically. Of course you do. But I also, at the same time, don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, most of the time. There are, yeah. there are, I get caught in these mentions and there was, there was something for your other show. Um, yep. With your special lady, and I tried to click yeah. on the link, and then it was like, "Well, first you got to create your own uh, cartoon." Oh, I stereo! Like, I was like, this what? Is, "You, you, you got, uh, you got on the stereo app." I tried, but then did it was you, like, "No, you did," because I saw you on there. I get ten bucks for that. Thank you. Thanks for okay. doing that, Ed. I, I, yeah. I wanted to do it sooner. Like, I, I, well, I don't care. To, I want to support you for any of that stuff. Thanks, but buddy. At the same time, I was like what the fuck hair color? Like, and I, you know, my vision isn't so good and I'm colorblind. Yeah. I was like, what am I oh, doing I here? What? I was like, what? I, I can't, am I wearing headphones in this thing? And, and then yes. it just started in the middle of the app. It just plays shows. Yeah. You no, 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 but it. it was like, it didn't open in like, I didn't know what anyone was talking about. And then I got mm-hmm. called to the other room and I never got back to it, but yeah. it sounded like somebody, not you, somebody inebriated. It was like, Seriously, you're my best friend. You're my best friend, and I I keep it locked down or whatever. And I was like, "What? Yeah. What is going on?" And then I just stepped. So I will eventually hear a a, a full thing, but I it, it just started playing in the middle of some conversation. I didn't even know what was going on. Um, yeah. So I know it's a janky app. It's out of the the stereo app is based in, and that's kind of like a live chat app where people can listen to you having conversations live, but you can also, they also save them. So if you're, if you're following me on stereo and you want to hear something that I did before, but it'll I be was getting mentions based on something that was going on there. Yeah. And I was like, what, yeah. what? But yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm really, I'm never trying to be a dick to any, I any, mean, any of, of course our not. great listeners. Um, but I just, I don't know what's going on. Most of the I know. I know. Do you want to, cause I remember that. I remember when that was happening and do you want, do you, do you want like, do you want to know? Cause I can give sure. you, I can yeah. give you the whole explanation to. in like okay. 38 seconds. Okay. So Shay and I have been, did a stereo show and we had dear friend of this show, Telly. It was Telly. On, who was but, hearing. Right. Cause it's, so his Wednesday night, that's his league night. Oh, so we conferenced. Yeah, we conferenced him in and he's all wasted from his golf league and he's telling us how he was lost the first hole, four holes, and he came back after four holes and came back and won the last five holes. And we were just kind of going on about that. And then I don't want to say there's a misunderstanding, but well, there was no misunderstanding. Telly allowed that. And I want to make this clear. Telly allowed that when, when, so when I was going through a difficult time in my life and unfortunately for everyone involved, that was made public by someone else. They were, they want, they Some, wanted somebody to con- handled it differently than I would yes. expect an adult to handle it. Yes. They, they, and they, it was very important for them to control the narrative and have people have a certain opinion of me. Gotcha. So they were saying, they were saying things publicly. Mich- Michelle got emails from that. Oh, are you kidding? 
No, I'm not kidding. So, um, well, so did my so did my girlfriend's mother. And yeah, there was a lot I, going on. I, everyone I in my family. Yeah, I mean, I got, I got something, uh, but it was not. Yeah, I mean, I was I was in touch with you. So you I didn't get just, the you didn't get the picture, did you? No, I didn't. I because the picture the picture was there was a picture sent out. But to yeah, people I mean, that I'm related I, to. Yeah, I I I people, gathered, but people that I'm related. But to I would a, say got a unfortunate picture of me. I was uh, in contact with you, seeing how you were doing. Yes, you were. Absolutely. And uh, beyond that, I was in touch with uh, many people. My DMs are open. And so yes. I met a lot of people were checking in on me to find out yes. what's going on on yeah. that end. And I kind of yeah. gave them the same line over and over again. Like, yes. Yes. hey, we're working through it, but this is this is not this is not supposed to be a public Right. And I appreciate that. And so Telly allowed that that was happening for him as well as it was going on. And let me be perfectly clear. It is not I am in no way offended that people might be gossiping or want to have more information on a thing that I did not I was not speaking about publicly. It's it's actually kind of endearing and flattering that people would want to know that stuff. So the fact that people reached out to people that they thought were closer to me to get more information or just to talk about what was going on in no way am I, do I feel slighted by that or hurt or think anybody was going behind my back. And I would all. say everyone who reached out to me, except for the, the, the one person that was blasting things out, uh, right. everybody was, <laughs> was real supportive and positive and wanted to make sure everybody was okay and all that. I imagine, I imagine Everybody that was is very nice. About 99% the sentiment. And so there was wh- one person that I, I wasn't sure uh, how, how good the uh, motives were in the emails to my wife and me, but oh. <laughs> right. Well, that yes. was a little, that was a little different. Yes. A little awkward. I, I could imagine as yes, I imagine, I'm, I'm sorry that you were subjected it's to fine. that. It's fine. But we're all adults. So Telly allowed that that was happening in his DMs and he mentioned another listener, just one. He just like a, a, a for example thing that this person had was one of the people that reached out to him and Telly was he was drunk and he was like, I'm you know, he's like, I didn't want to get involved, whatever. I don't it's, it's not a big I deal. One way or the that's other. what I, I, I it just started playing during that. And then I yes. think that's what he was yes. like. I, yes. I lock it down. You're my guy. Mm-hmm. You're my guy. And I was like, what is happening here? I know it's great. But then remember, I don't know, maybe about like 10 episodes ago, we, it's probably the best show I think we've ever done. And we've done some great, well, hold on that original draft, like episode 27 or whatever that was. Other than the fact that I fucked up, I didn't know how to use the gear then. And, and, and myself and Travis and Jason Stewart were all in the same room and we're basically talking into my computer microphone and that's how we recorded it. The draft was a very funny episode. That might be the best thing we've ever done. But what Aside happened that, 10, 10 episodes ago? We had our, we brokered a peace between two oh, yeah. former friends and rivals and, and supporters of this show. Great guys. Both of them. Yeah. Dolomite D first ever Patreon. He also got emails first ever Patreon subscriber. First ever red circle subscriber. Tremendous supporter of the show and great guy. And Telly Tupat. They came on here. Remember, Telly, Telly had blocked Dola. And they could no longer play Xbox Live Golf together 
because of this rift between the two of them. But we had them on the show. Not only did we broker a piece, we got Telly to unblock Dola. We got Dola's very deep and reasoned thoughts on the International Monetary Fund. We also learned that he was top six in the world at Xbox Live Golf 2019. That's insane. Insane. It's incredible. Unfortunately, the piece we brokered was not to last. It was tenuous. It was because Dola, who probably just, just my guess is just based on what I know of him from seeing him online, he might have been a little inebriated as well. He took the information that he got from that stereo show and he sort of used it to fuck with our dear friend Telly a little bit on the on the Twitter application and, and call that's out where I came in I right think. right and call out another friend of ours who I'm not going to name he's a nice guy met him a couple times he's a great guy and I, I hold nothing against him and I don't think he was doing anything behind my back he's a nice guy but he 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 turned the screws a little bit on Telly and Telly got a little sensitive about it and he reblocked Dola, and now, Back. yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a reblocking. It's there's a lot of hurt feelings now. And Telly, Telly, to his credit, in his bio, maybe the funniest bio I've ever seen on Twitter. His <laughs> yeah. new bio is three hundred dollar unblocking fee. To which I told Dola, hey, just Venmo him, just Venmo him the three hundred. Maybe we set up a GoFundMe something. I'll forgive it. Now we we yes. should get some parameters. Does that mean a permanent unblock or like right? See, because you could just reblock. Might only last like nine weeks again. Yes, yes. It's a bunch of it's it's a bunch of three hundred dollars. So that's that's like the the thumbnail sketch. I'm I'm not mad at anybody. I think everybody's cool. An embarrassing thing was happening to me, but also not that embarrassing in retrospect. And I'm I'm comfortable with the way I handle things. I know who I am as a person, and I think people that know me know my character as well. I think if you listen to the show, you you can get an idea of my character. But beyond that, I just hope that our we don't have these spats between our listeners. I hope these yeah. people can work it out and not and not argue um, as a result of listening to a podcast. That's all. Exactly. We're we're not looking to cause problems. But I, I the one time I chimed in, it's like, what? I know. I don't, yes. I don't. I don't, yes. I don't yes. understand as an adult man having spats. That's just not like that's not in my. It's not in my life. Like I right out of college, no, I had a friend who ran pretty Same. hot and cold. And I was like, why don't we just keep this cold forever? Yeah. Like when. Like let's let's just be good with this not happening again. Like I, I'm an adult now. We don't. I relationships. Yes. I get relationships can be all over the map, but that's different because like people are making up and breaking up. But dudes, I feel like I don't know. I don't. I just. Yes. I want. I want things Same. real steady. I. I do not want drama yes. with friends. I got. I got enough. I got kids. I agree. I got, yeah, I got stuff. I agree. People get sensitive, you know, and sometimes, sometimes, and especially via text. People, it's easy to misinterpret the tone of things and people can get hurt feelings, but I, I totally agree with you. R- relationships, all relationships, the best relationships, be, be it man, woman, you know, partnerships, whatever. The best relationships are easy. Just, right. it's not a lot of stress. And I don't, I, I don't want to be stressed out about a chick 
I really don't want to be stressed out about another dude. Like that's not, I I just don't operate from that positions. I have a very, you know, I I don't have a volatile uh, relationship with Michelle, but I understand the relationship drama between man and woman or man and man, whatever. Yes. That can, can, can be a little more up and down in people's lives. I get that. But with another dude, like I, that's that's just one more drama that I want to have in my entire life. Like I don't, I don't want that. No, I I totally agree, and I hope I love all those guys. I hope everyone is able to to work it out. I personally harbor no hard will, like, ill will against anyone. No hard feelings. I think everybody. I'm cool with everybody. I don't. I don't. I only had. I was cool with the one guy that said. We were on the wrong side of the George Floyd issue. I didn't know there were two oh, sides to the George Floyd issue. I was totally cool with right. that guy up until that moment. And even when I told him to fuck off, I was still I would still have yeah. been cool with him. Like where you yeah, I mean, you wanted him to get the help he needs. Yes. I can't even, yes. I can't even remember his name, but but I just remember it like yes. out of nowhere. We we're like, what? Uh, okay. Right. We like we I think we made fun of Biden and that was the last straw. I don't. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. Like, that was the thing. I think we, we trashed Biden for like we did. kids in cages or some bullshit like that. And it was yes. like, you've gone too far. It's like, what? What? I don't yes, know. He, he made a break. You figure he would have liked that aspect of the show because that is, that's the side he was coming from. Right. I, I guess, like, you know, it, yeah. again, this was this was running a little too hot, so let's just make that relationship cold. That I'm fine with that. Um, uh, yeah, totally. To, uh, off topic of me and and uh, the show and all, I just got late breaking news. We've got some people in some hot water. Gene Gallagher, son of former Oasis frontman Liam Gallagher, and Sonny Starkey, the grandson of Ringo Starr, wow. will stand trial. For right. assaulting an employee at a grocery store in London. What? Oh, do you think the Beatles, the even though it's even though it's still Ringo, do you think the that Ringo's grandson is kind of like knows he's a little cooler than the Oasis guy? Is he like, hey, he's like, hey, Gene Gallagher, you're just like kind of a copy of me. He's like Gallagher too. He's yes. <laughs> Yes. So the one thing is like, yeah, that's the Beatle, but he's kind of the Beatle that everybody bags on. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. It's kind of unfair, but yes. It, it's unfair. Right. I know. Yeah. I mean, you hear like Paul tries to do, you know, some covering for him and people are like, yeah, yeah. bullshit. Like yeah. Paul's like, yeah. we couldn't have done it without Ringo. And, well, and, yeah. and, and sure enough, everybody's like, nah, we know you went back to the studio and did all his parts for him. <laughs> oh, they, yeah. I mean, they're definitely John and. <laughs> John and Paul were definitely and working George in the studio like, a lot more than anybody else. George, George was like the throwaway, and he's like, all yeah. right, fine. You're not going to take all my songs? Fine. I'm just going to put out like two back-to-back albums of the year with my songs. Yeah, he just he's still has done the best post-Beatles, the best Beatles, Beatles solo album for sure. Uh, well, hopefully, I mean, I, I hope these guys have the means to, to contract a decent barrister. Did this happen? Well, in, I imagine this happened in Mr. Yeah. Starkey does, but yes, how, how much? 
how much money was saved by Oasis? I'm sure in 1996, they're like, this is going to last for the rest of our lives. And then yeah. by 1998, it was like, uh-oh. Was it Noel? I think Noel's the, he wrote the songs, right? So Liam, uh, Liam just sang the songs and got married to that chick from Lethal Weapon. And fought with his brother. That's kind of, yeah. I, I watched yeah. the documentary because they, they, they made a documentary about them. Um, the, the same yeah. person who made the uh, Amy Winehouse, which was a good documentary. So good. So good. And this was like, oh, they kind of can't get along, but then they make it work for like a week and they can't get along. And yeah. then that was it. Great. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. But they're, well, they're, they're kind of like, the Teleandola <laughs> of Northern England, right? Do you think, they're, do you they're, think uh, Liam is like, all right, 300 quid done block? Yes, yes, absolutely. I feel like that conversation has definitely been had by <laughs> by Liam and Noel. And similarly, the, the outside, the Denver adjacent world of Teleandola, they're basically their own oasis, although not related. As far as I know. Uh, Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Um, You know, I've been. I can't figure out how to watch the Olympics. I cut the cord. Oh, is it like because I think like NBC Olympics is what, you know, I've I've been watching. It's like 30 minutes and then you got to pay for it or something like it's or you have to have you know what it is. I remember that 30 minutes and then you have to show that you have like a cable. It's all fucking Comcast racket bullshit. I I have Peacock. But Peacock is like kind of bullshit. They have the Snoop highlights, which are kind of funny. They're kind of funny. And they have the Kenny Maine thing. It's like a funny. No, it's like a studio show. Okay. Where they, you know, they like recap the highlights or something. But I notice, there, and there are it's like there, I saw some judo. Like there is some kind of cool things. I noticed that the, that the Olympics, they're still they're still calling Taiwan Chinese Taipei. I, you know, I had a conversation with my son um, because he was uh, he was like. Chinese Taipei. I don't. Right. I, I don't remember right. that one. Like I saw a map. I don't remember. I was like, it's Taiwan. Just stop it's Taiwan. It. It's Taiwan. It's Taiwan. We remember recognize when John Taiwan. Cena, when John Cena didn't yes. he like he called it its own country, and he's like, yeah. I, I have to apologize in Chinese. He, yeah. So because they wouldn't run the Fast and the Furious if he didn't, and turns out he speaks Mandarin because Vince McMahon sent him to Mandarin lessons a few years ago. Wow. So that they, so that he's a real he could company man, right? So he, well, I mean, <laughs> he's done pretty well for himself. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, that's that's like, let's call it Taiwan, guys. I know, I know that you got to, you want your fucking Olympics run in China, but the Olympics are a big deal in China. Like the the China is not going to participate in the Olympics because the Olympics call Chinese Taipei Taiwan. Like let's um, let's like force their hand a little bit and then if they do if they do fuck with you just fucking start running that get take a one whole channel of peacock right you go to the top and it says browse right it says olympics right next to olympics put another tab that says tiananmen square and just oh. fucking run that shit on a loop if or they're gonna fuck with you about taiwan documentaries on the uyghurs yes yeah there you go <laughs> just That's another one loop um yes. i, I want to point out my yeah. favorite moment 
of the Olympics that I was watching. I, I'm all about week two is the best for me because I just love right, track, track and field. field. Yeah. And they had the high jump and uh, amazing. And amazing. the Italian dude and a guy from Qatar, which Qatar just yep. buys athletes from Africa, like from other it. parts of Africa. They I just love buy it. Them. I love and, that shit. And I was telling, and my, my son's like, but if he's not born there, I was like, these guys don't have money and Qatar has all the money. So just let them yeah. purchase. Who cares? You know, let these they guys profit. Want, yeah. Let these guys profit. Yes. But the totally. guys seem nice enough. They both were like, you know, throughout the contest and, uh, and the guy's like, okay, you guys can have a jump off or you can both have the gold medal. <laughs> yeah. And the guy from Qatar yeah. is like, uh, we're both going to take the medal. Like totally Qatar's going to pay for the gold medal, whether or not it's a shared one or not. Like just, Oh, who gives it. a fuck? You're, you're still, but you know, it's like, it's like that dribbler that, that looks like it's going to roll foul that the third baseman doesn't pick up and right. stays fair. And yeah, yeah, that's a fucking, that's a hard liner to the gap right. in the, in the box score. Like you're uh, one year from now, you're not going to be co gold medalist. Right. You won the fucking gold medal in You've the high got jump. That gold hanging on your wall or whatever. Yeah. Speaking of that, and I know you, I know you saw this. The 400 meter hurdles. Uh, yeah. These two guys. So, so the 400 meter hurdle finals, it was, it was a guy awesome. from North. It was awesome. They run the 400 meter hurdles just as fast as they run the 400 meters. Like these are Olympic time running around a lap. These guys yes. were ridiculous they're fucking they're jumping hurdles and they're running it just as fast as the guys that don't have hurdles insane and look i and look i get that they can't point out in on tv that a white guy won it was pretty impressive though you don't you just you don't see that very often white guy sprinters winning races in this yeah they said it was the first ever for norway yeah this guy from norway won the 400 meters and he broke he shattered the world it. record by almost a second, three quarters of a second, 0.75. He ran around a lap, like one full lap in less than 50 seconds, yes. in less than 50 yes. seconds with hurdles. With hurdles. But and he's white. The interview, yes. the interviews with the American, Benjamin, who no, broke the amazing. world record. He broke the world record. So he had he, the he best. He ran the, the best second time he fastest. Had. Yes. Yeah. And he was despondent. He's like, you know, I. I made so many mistakes out there. It's like, you just ran the best race ever, except for the guy in this race. Yes. The two best times ever in the four meter, 400 meter hurdles happened in the same race. And the guy that shattered the world record was like a step and a half ahead of the guy in second place. It wasn't like he fucking ran away from him by 10 yards. It was insane. Uh, the, the 400 women, a uh, couple of the Americans are beautiful too. I'm a, I'm oh, a big really? fan. So, big fan. So no, we're not still dealing with Lolo Jones, are we? No, no. Just, we got rid of her. <laughs> she, and she, feeling she was, sorry for her for losing. Yeah, and her virginity. Um, she was a virgin. No, no. There, there. I think the final might be now or something. But um, yeah. There, there's a couple of them, and they're they're beautiful. But on top of that, they seem nice in interviews. Like I'm sure. But well, I love watch. I love watching hurdles and sprints and stuff. Yes. I'm not watching fucking like marathon, but I love track and field. Like watching, yes. you know, random long jump, high jump. I like that shit. Oh, the triple jump. Some chicks at the I world record. The triple jump. I still can't figure out how they do it because I when I jump once, not that I'm doing a ton of jumping these days. Yeah. When I jump once, there's no second jump. 
No, that's no, the you jump. just do the one. You just do the one jump. The oh, the one thing with the four hundred meter hurdles though. So then it ends, and you know, like obviously things are gonna like skew American. You're watching American TV. I should actually turn on Sky Sports because I'm like stealing everything on the internet. I should. I didn't even think about that. I should just be watching like one of the apps that gets like a, you know, gets it from a foreign source. But so they're interviewing this guy, the guy that got second place in the hurdles. And look, it's embarrassing. You lost to a white guy. That's okay. It happens. It rarely happens, but it happens. But they're like interviewing him. They're like, so uh, what's it feel like to be such a fucking loser? And I, that's what I'm saying. He was like in tears and they were making it worse for him. <laughs> It's like, buddy, you just ran the best race of your life. Yeah. Then they made up, they showed his like family at home in North Carolina, wherever he's from. And they're like, do you want to, we're linked to your family. Do you want to go ahead and apologize to them right now? Tell them how sorry you are for being such a fucking piece of shit. It and makes only it running feel like the second fastest time ever in the in the four hundred meter hurdles. Like we're ever. in China, like we're in China, and yes. like you have to apologize for embarrassing yes. the government or something. I, I thought he was gonna fucking commit seppuku. He was so bummed out. I'm he like was despondent, and he ran yes. the fastest thing ever until a minute before. Yes, the fucking the guy, the guy that beat him, which just went just lost his mind. Did the fucking great like you can't be bummed out. If the guy you lost to did the best thing that's ever been done by anyone. And the announcers were like, I didn't think we would see this for another decade or two. Like the guy in front of him was just yeah. insane. The Norwegian yeah. guy was ridiculous. Yes. yes. I was, I was watching with my chick and she pointed out that the difference, cause they wear very tight fitting. You see a lot of dick. You see a lot. And she pointed out and I hadn't noticed this. She pointed out that the difference in the race might have been what the second place runner was having to lug around with him. Yeah. Around the track. He had pieced up. Right. And the and the Norwegian guy, very, very little showing in his I was, skin tight uh, suit. I didn't I I meant to take a gander, but they were talking about I think it's a one of the two hundred spinners. Uh, he looks half black and yeah. his mom is Japanese. And I was thinking that's, Whoa. that's a real battle going on there. Yeah. Could be, what's, could what's go either way. At? Could go could, either could way. Could go either way. Yeah. And, and just to, just to put a button where I know we're going to talk a little more Olympics later, just to put a button on this part of our Olympic coverage. I think I speak for everyone when I say. I'm real happy that the U.S. women's national team did not win the gold medal, like the the soccer women. Yeah, like, you know what I'm a little worried we, we, about. We've had enough of them. We, we've had them shoved up our ass every fucking day for right. I don't know time. eight they years. Have their time. They, they have, have their, time. their time. They're their, well, they're getting talk shows. They're doing commercials. Like I ask me to name one player on the men's team. No clue. The women's team. They uh, every one of them's got a talk show and, or, a, or a national campaign. Like I've I, seen it. I'm done. I'm with a it. little concerned because it's down to the semifinals. I'm really concerned that Durant's uh, basketball team is going to find a way to win this. I game. know. Fuck. Who's have they played Spain they, they, yet? Because in the tune-up games, they were getting worked. Yeah, I know. And I was like, all right, the quick exit for Durant. This would be, be great. great. That would be but great because he cried. The he, they're playing Australia, who beat them, I think, beat in them. one of those two. Yeah. They have so Patty Mills. They have like a few NBA yeah. guys on Australia. Is Bogut still playing? I don't know. He's pretty old. Yeah. 
And by pretty old, I mean like 10 years younger than us, but, but like, but, still, but I saw like Ricky Rubio was playing for Spain. Like they, they still roll out the same guys I know, over and over. I know. I'm surprised the Gasols yeah. weren't there. That's why they're good though, is because they right. all, it's always the same guys. Like the, the, the NBA guys, it's different guys every time. But I, you know, I see highlights or whatever, but I, if I see like basketball, I'm out or soccer. Like, I don't want to see that. Like I was watching, I don't even know what countries I just watch and I can't watch a full match, but I watch like a quarter of water polo and just watch like Eastern European so guys, like yeah. Hungarian guys beat the shit out of, you know, some other Germany yes. or something. It's amazing. How do yeah. how are they not, they, how can you do it? How do you fight, I know. fight and it's throw crazy. a ball and tread water yeah. at the same time? And they're all like six, four and like 3% body fat and they're super jacked. And we, you're like, oh, we're America and we have California and water polo is big in California, except that water polo is fucking huge. It's a professional sport in Europe. So like right. Italy's good, Hungary, the Croatia, like all of that shit. It's fucking big time over there. Yeah, that's a good sport. Yeah. Also, I saw I saw the guy um, from the, D- the Dominican Republic has like a designated hitter that's easily... I don't know, 325 oh, is he like pounds. Panda? Is he like, yes, he's fatter. No, he's oh, fatter. Really? He's like Panda, but like fatter, like literally he has to hit a home run because there's no way he has the ability to run a first he's base. Like, like one of those Nintendo baseball, like round guys. Yes. And it's like, how can you not like when a guy is that fat and competing on that level, how can you not root for him? It's fucking very exciting to see a 370 pound guy hit a ball 500 feet. Very exciting. Yes. I don't know what's, I don't I, know where we're at with baseball. Though. I know we're almost out. I got one good and one bad sport. Okay. Uh, I wish there was some sort of league here. Rugby sevens is amazing. Cause it's amazing. It's like 20 minutes. It's 20 yeah. minutes and you can yeah. like watch it and it's, you can, you know, I don't know every rule, but like, it's a, real, it's a real easy sport to follow. Back and forth. And yep. you just can't have a forward pass, but you pitch. And they also kick the shit out of each other. And it's over in 20 minutes. It's yeah. great. It's, a, it's, it's great. a short game. They go. It never it never stops. It goes. And fucking Fiji dominates the, the world champions. And they've won two gold medals in a row. Amazing. Beat, and the women. The All Blacks. The, and the Kiwi women won it and they did the haka. I, I was I was delighted watching that shit. Love it. And no, the single worst sport. And there were some real stinkers. Fencing. The fucking horse dancing. Oh, yeah. What is that? All that nonsense. And they said, oh, no. a 63-year-old man is the oldest Olympic medal. Stop. 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 What? What? Stop. Give the fucking medal to the horse. The horse is the one right. dancing. And the other fucking the, assholes what? just sitting there. And like, you know, like the, ah, there's nothing. No, if worse a 63 year old man can win it, it's not a fucking it's sport. It's not a sport. Sorry. If you can win no an sport. Olympic medal while smoking a cigarette, then it's not a sport. No, totally agree with you there. Uh, okay. Let's do, uh, let's do some voicemails here. Let's catch up with people. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. 
his voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. What's so fucking boring? And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big teeth. I love Manuel, but goddamn, what a song. It's a great song. It's a great song. Actually, you know what I saw? I, you know how it's weird? Like, I never go on Facebook, and then randomly it'll be like, somebody that you haven't thought about in 28 years posted a picture, and it'll, you'll get an email about it. Yeah. And I clicked on it today to see like whatever the memory was or anything. And I saw today as we record August 3rd, it's Brad in New York's birthday. The guy that does all these beautiful songs that we play on this show that did that created that song right there. Brad, I don't know if he listens. Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. Well, Happy birthday, Brad. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I could have been your Facebook friend, Brad. I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah, that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> also, you guys are, he lives in like Yonkers or something. He's like, he's uh, in the city, that, near the city, you know? I mean, like he's, Yonkers, it would be easier for me to get to fucking California than Yonkers. <laughs> I, I could be making up the Yonkers <laughs> part, but I know I know he works in the city. Uh, okay, let's listen to some voicemails. My guys, Brian, Ed, hey, it's Dolomite. Listen, I'm sure I'm calling from the car, but... Uh, I had to react. Wait, did we, we listened to this one already. Sorry, guys. This is how I go with the ones that are bolded, but I accidentally clicked one that wasn't bolded. I don't like to delete them. That's fine. Hey, boys. Uh, we know those oh, pipes. Come on. Come on, buddy. He, I think he, he does I it on purpose. I think he's laying into it now. Yes, of course he is. We've, we've propped him up. I've, I've told him that his voice gives me ball tingles and then he's and he just he just jumps in and fucking leans right into that with that just fucking smooth fucking louisiana rap oh my goodness also you're not a lsu um, we know you fuck a lot you're not allowed around my girlfriend or ed's wife you're just too sexy that's why it's too much that's why michelle doesn't listen to the show Smart. Don't she's let her like hey let's drive back down to louisiana i got right unfinished business we, we, yeah, we should have we should have made a pit stop in Baton Rouge. Unbelievable, this guy. But by the way, it's not me allowing yeah. her. She listened like for like five minutes oh, the yeah. first year we did it, and she's like, "I hear you already. I don't. I, I don't, don't need to hear you ever again." Oh, I've gotten that. I've gotten that. I've gotten that from several people. It's a. It's a lot of you, is what they say. That's cool. Yes, kind of a lot of you. And I'm right. like, okay, yeah. And I'm, you're not wrong. Quick, the. The idea of, uh, you know, your own personal hell, I think I figured it out for Brian. It would be Brian having to eat salad out of a bag while sitting at a table with Jimmy Buffett and Eric Clapton. Uh, I think that would probably be his personal hell. Ed, I haven't figured yours out yet, but give me some time. Uh, also, with the, the Red Circle, uh, if you listeners aren't, Catching that aspect of the show, you're really missing out. So fork over some money and uh, and pay these two gentlemen to uh, listen to their content. Speaking of Red Circle, Brian, you mentioned oh, Ed as well. Sorry, you mentioned uh, about the painters and one of the things they were doing was were fucking their patrons. Yeah, that's true. So 
I've got an idea for you guys how to make some extra money. Uh, up and I'll, uh, I'll fill you in on those details. Take care, guys. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Open, open to uh, whatever this. We live in a gig economy world anymore. That's that's a good point. Yes, we've we do, the New Deal has been dismantled as we know it. So we got to kind of find a way to fucking make things go as best we can. That's right. Yeah. Pay the bills. Yeah, here's another one. All right. Well, you know, again, keeping it short is not my preferred means. Guru stew. Anyway, what up, More boss ballers, Ed, Bry? Um, so I'm just calling because today, earlier today, Dola, hold on, hold on. Dola tweeted out that he was going to make some cheesesteaks and some fried pickles. And I tweeted back, I was like, why would you ruin a cucumber by putting it in vinegar? This is not the wagon trail, which is my go-to, yeah. or 1821. I got to be honest. I, I don't – I didn't know there were people on this planet that don't like pickles. Yeah, I I, I understand it's weird. I love no? pickles. Yeah. I don't like cucumbers that much. Well, I, I mean – them on the bland side. Like, I love yeah. pickles, though. I love pickles. But I mean, it is a, a cu- good line, the uh, the wagon trail. Oh, yeah, totally. A, a cucumber, it's just it's just like something to make the salad crunchy. Like, it's not, right. nobody's just going to eat a fucking cucumber. There's not much going on with it. Pickle? Yeah. Oh, oh, my, a, a delicious pickle? Oh, my God. Come on. No, I fucking love a pickle. And, pickle. and don't sleep on a fried pickle. A fried pickle is a fantastic fucking beer drinking yeah. appetizer. Yeah, it is. Love it. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. Same. And then another Twitter guy put in a picture of a bunch of cucumbers wrapped up in plastic, and he said, so that's why you can reuse them. So then I immediately, being the pig that I am, went to a photo that I have, and I just shared it, and then a whole bunch of stuff happened, and it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of a lot of creative people on Twitter. That's true. <laughs> that's true. So anyway, Megan doesn't care. <laughs> That's actually the last time I was with somebody. What really? Not that anybody here cares. She oh. asked me to marry her over the weekend. I only knew her for a weekend. Shut up! I'm going to explain this to you in a second, Ed. I'll go, I'll sort this all out okay. for you. Just take it in, and I'll I'll tell you what this all means. A guy, a friend of mine, hooked me up with her. Anyway, and so yeah, I knew her for a weekend. She asked me to marry her, and then Monday we went out to lunch, and she told me that she can never see me again. Oh my god! And then she paid for lunch, so that was pretty that's awesome. Cool. That's cool. Um, but yeah, she doesn't care, and I deleted that shit anyway. You guys rock, and the rest is just stupid. <laughs> so I'll I'll explain. That was a real emotional roller coaster. Right it was there. real up and down there, Stu. Because I was involved in this. This is another one of those threads. I was involved in this. I saw this, Stu responded to the pickle comment with a picture with like the, and he's got an Android. So it's very, very tough to understand, but it was like, you know how you can like make somebody's picture, like their contact picture in your phone. Yes. And his picture for his friend, his friend, he said her name. I'm not going to say it. His picture for his friend is him pleasuring her with a cucumber wow and he posted that picture it's a great picture he shared it and i 
I DM'd him and I just said, hey, this person might not want this picture shown, even though it just wasn't, there was no nothing identifying about the woman. The only thing identifying was uh, Stu's watch and his yin yang tattoo on his wrist. And I said, I said, she might not want this. And he goes, trust me. He's like, she doesn't care. So he's following up with that. He said, he's, this is the, and remember Stu, much like LSU Lala, Stu has fucked so much. A couple things. And he's been medically diagnosed. Yeah. The doctor gave him the, yes. He's been medically diagnosed with a large penis. He's, he's fucked so much that he quit fucking. He's like, I fucked everyone. I don't, there's no fucking left. I did all the fucking. I cannot fuck again. I fucked all the fucking. I think, I think I remember an interview where Dave Navarro said that like 20 years ago. I got a story about that that I will tell you off the air. Secondly, he said to me, he's, he said, wait, I'm lost my train of thought. Cause he brought up that other thing. He secondly, he said, now he's telling us that this woman is the last woman he was ever with. He was with her for a week. She recently, and this is, Hey, chicks will do this to you guys. You guys, you, it's a roller coaster. She said, I want to marry you. And now Stu, we know Stu's been married three times. He's not looking to get married again. And then she takes him to lunch and says, I can never see you again. And I'll tell you what's going on right there. And she's addicted. She's, he's, he fucked her so good. This is, this is much like the opening scene of Reservoir Dogs, like a virgin. Dick, 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 dick. Yes, nothing but dick. She, Stu, handled it so good. She real, she's, she's conflicted. She's like, I want to be with him all the time, but also I have to go cold turkey on this. It's, it's too much for me. I'm overwhelmed by the sexings that Stu is doing to me. So Stu, I appreciate you, buddy. You're a great guy. Do what's right. If you love something, set it free. If she comes back, she's, she wants that Stu loving again. That Stu pickle. Uh, okay. Here's another one. Ballers. Ben 906 here. Just giving you a call. Uh, ben, nine, ben 906 also has a beautiful voice. That's right. It's we like, can't get a break from like, this. We're doing this professionally, sort of. We don't have voices like these guys. No. Not, not even close. Not at all. Catching up on some back episodes, uh, much like Ed uh, had a little vacation. Yep. Actually uh, went up to... Where I'm from, up in the UP, you guys are right. 906, area code is UP. So head up Upper there. Peninsula. I just got that. Michigan. He says that's, UP. That's where he did the, the Greek church? Yes. That's right. The, yes. <laughs> I bet on his vacation he found a way to Greek church or two. Yeah. Yes. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. You don't like... When you're a, when you're a fucking high-level bowler... You don't fuck. You don't make your way up to the UP and not hit a couple alleys on the way. Of course, you know the alleys. You 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 bought us a cameo from Norm Duke. You're headed up to the to the UP, which I believe, which I've heard, 
very beautiful up there. Yeah, I heard lovely in the summer, especially. Yes, yes, I've heard that as well. You, but I'm just, I'm just pleased with myself that he said UP, and I'm just sitting here going, what, "How the fuck does he expect us to know what UP yeah, is?" And then know. it popped in my brain. I didn't know what he was saying. There, foods and family, uh, and much like Ed, kind of interested to see uh, how many Trump uh, posters, flyers, banners, flags, uh, just. I'd see. And so I, I kept count. Um, but I'll be honest, I lost count because it was almost like he didn't lose. There were so many things hanging in people's windows on their front lawns, uh, businesses, uh, prominently displaying things. And one got me, uh, because the hugest poster I think I've ever seen of, of Trump, uh, you know, 2024 taking back America. Uh, was prominently displayed on uh, the lawn of one of the businesses, and somebody helped it out by just spray painting the word "lost" over it. And, oh, that's uh, nice. That got that's me to giggle. So, nice. um, you guys have been keeping me uh, keeping me sane as I've been seeing family. So I appreciate that. Uh, much love. Keep it baller. Just love you, Ben nine hundred six. You're love great, you. dude. You're great, dude. I still so Ed. You know, as as the election ramped up here in Orange County, which is like basically like. Trump central. Like he's got Palm beach, you know, that's like his place, but here where I live, Southern California, it's, it's like fucking one a my, the count, the County I, uh, grew up in is the, I think like one of two counties in New Jersey that voted Trump. Right. I I grew up, I grew up around the people, the, the voters that were real concerned about, uh, protecting their Wall Street assets, kind of. No, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. The so as the election ramped up, they had. I think I've talked about this before. Like on, a, on not every corner, but like every couple corners. And look, there's 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 some videos on, on my Instagram. Yeah, of me yelling at these people. Yeah, they were they were they were selling the Trump merch. He had these merch stands going, and I'm still really bummed because there was that one banner and it was the fight club the scene from fight club where they're like fighting in the basement and and brad pitt's like super jacked like he has no body fat and he's fucking tyler durden and he's fucking jacked as fuck but they superimposed they superimposed it they photoshopped trump's face on those washboard abs yes on to brad pitt's body and then like you know, like Don Jr. was one of the guys and like Pence. I don't know who got to be bitch tits, maybe Melania. I'm not sure. But it was like, it was like all the faces. You know, have you ever seen those pictures? And it's like all the ex-presidents, but only yes. Republicans playing poker. Yes. And they're just fucking horrendous. It was like that, but it was Fight Club, but it was like also a picture. And I was like, my God, that is so beautiful. Like I want that flag and, but I couldn't bring myself to actually purchase one. And now it's like, you know, it's like that Dewey defeats Truman fucking newspaper. Like it's like, it's a really a collector's item that I fucked up on, but I will say those stands do exist still. Like they're still out there selling the MAGA hats. And it's not like, as much as it was, but there's, you still see him once in a while. And it's just kind of like a more sadder vibe. You know, the guy's just kind of there, like not, not doing a brisk business. 
but right. still got some inventory. Anyway, sure. I wish I would have bought. I wish I would have bought that band. Yeah, that would be pretty if, sweet. Hey, if somebody has one, DM me and I'll buy it off you. It's, you know, let's not be crazy about it. Or if you know where I can get one online, shoot me the info because I really, it's something I will. And I know it's going to give people the wrong impression when I hang in my living room, but still. Okay, one more voicemail. Hey guys, this is uh, Dave from Overcrowded. Sanquemania. Oh, it's it's Dave and Rancho Sanquemania. Do, do, is... do you think he's got a greatest hit for us? Yeah. Oh, remember I actually. Asked. Yes, we'll, we'll get to that. I uh, remember he called last week and he was really he was really lamenting his decision to to repopulate the entire planet by having four children. Yeah, he was hanging out in the garage getting sauced. Yeah, he's hiding from the family. And then sometimes the wife bounces and leaves him alone to deal with all four of those kids by and himself. And the in-laws, right? Does he sometimes have yeah, in-laws and he, he, kids? He works with the in-laws, and then the in-laws oh, right. also come over often. Buddy, you're entitled to go to that garage. Yeah. Drink, buddy. Just drink. drink. Hey, look, look. Other than making me very fat drinking makes everything better no one has no one's life has ever gotten worse when they added alcohol so uh, if I, I could just drink up in the garage it's great best feeling um hey i don't want to turn into a regular on this shit um i don't want to have a <laughs> too late completely tasteful song uh written after me or anything but hey um i had something happen at work and uh you know, I just, it was, it was a little awkward. We had a guy test positive for the Rona. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I had to take a little field trip with five of my employees over to get uh, a little rapid test. That, well, don't like, go together. You know, throwing darts at a dartboard to see if you're positive. Um, and in the waiting room, I couldn't just, I, I just, I felt like it just felt so familiar. You know, I'm, I'm sitting there and like, man, am I going to have to just go back to like late high school, early college and oh. think about who I've been around and just be like, hey, <laughs> you know, I'll give him a call. Be like, hey, um, yeah, this is Dave. You know, you know, you might not remember me. Oh, um, my God. This is amazing. We dated for a little bit back in uh, 99. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I just want to see how you were, you know, just uh, see if it burns at all when you pee. Um, you know, I just, I was really curious about how you're doing. I saw you on Facebook, you know, it looks like you're great. You know, you got like 11 kids and a uh, uh, couple couple dads, um, but really just, just wanted to put out the feelers, see how you're doing. But you might want to just see my doctor, you know, I'm sure your regular checkup is you're probably fine you're probably i mean you're probably totally fine um but yeah you know just uh keep in touch hope all is well oh my god um yeah you know uh anyways guys um you guys are really doing a great job really great job thanks buddy um thank you yeah yeah, you know nice of you had a little bit too many. You know what? Completely honest, I, I don't. I don't know that I've actually sobered up since my last call. <laughs> you know, just full like 
fully like just being totally translucent with you, but um, yeah, you know. You say being totally transitioned with you? Yeah, no, that's best. Yeah, he said he's being translucent with us. Keep it real. Oh my God, that, I don't know why that amuses me so much. I did, I remember, you remember when we were all going to get AIDS, Ed? I remember, I remember. Yeah. I, we, so we all did, and I was in high school, and me and all my friends one day, we, like, we were concerned. Like, we knew at least one of us had AIDS. Like, we, <laughs> like the just, movie Kids. Right, yes. Yeah, yes. Telly's out there linked Telly. <laughs> Telly from Kids, yes. the vir- Casper, the virgin surgeon. So we all went, there was like a, um, there was like a clinic that we all went to and like got, te- got our blood taken and got tested. Cause we assumed, you know, we had been with some f- females. Someone who wasn't well. Right. And so we all went and we were, we were sweating it. And you know, they had to call you back like a couple days later. I remember they called me and I answered the phone and they're like, uh, Mr. Beckner. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I have your test results here. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, and I just want to let you know that you are. And then it's like, fuck, I think like they do this pause wants to on be purpose. a millionaire. Yeah. 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 They do like a long pause and they're like, you are. And I'm like fucking checking my watch and shit. Like it's long pause. And then she's like negative. And I was like, yes. <laughs> So I've been, I've been where I, I've been in this place. So, you know, I've been out of the game a long time. Sure. But I did have to get one of those tests. Yeah. Um, in college. Yeah. And you start, you, your mind starts wondering, you're like, oh, ah, yeah. Probably, oh, yeah. probably shouldn't have done that. And, yeah. you know, and so when I got tested, they ask you, oh, have you had unprotected sex and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and then I had to go in. This was at the at the like the clinic at college, like the little uh, infirmary oh, yeah. at college. And yes, she sits yeah. me down, and she, she closes the door, and she walks over, and she's like, "No, you really shouldn't be having unprotected sex." Oh yeah, to start yes. the meeting, and I was like, "I just yes. want to know, do I have fucking AIDS?" And uh, yes. and then she's like. But the results did come back negative, and I couldn't tell her tone. I'm like, negative? Wait, because at that point, my mind was already racing because she's talking about unprotected sex. And then I was like, uh, and she's like, yeah, that's the good thing. Yeah. You don't, you don't have it. But, you know, yes. throwing around the word negative is is tough already. I know. it's it's It should be like green light, red light. Yeah. You know, like make it very fucking simple for us. Oh, that reminds me. So we talked about this last week and I know we're running long here, but that's, it's not really bothering me. I'm just kind of enjoying this conversation. This, uh, Oh, how do I find all oh, right here? How do I find it on my fucking Chromebook? Dave from Rancho San, San Clemente. We were talking last week about how he had that guy that worked for him that made the horse whinny sound. Yeah. And he sent us in, in addition to another one of his <laughs> beautiful, voicemails he sent us these <laughs> this is the guy that used to work at his office and obviously not the guy with rona because this guy quit but he would he would make anytime anybody would clear their throat he would make he would follow up with it with an involuntary horse whinny 
Do you think he likes the horse dancing in the Olympics? Imagine that. <laughs> oh, he definitely does. All clomping around. Imagine that. And I, I, these are the ones where Dave was getting some female in his office to juice it. Cause you see the, you hear the woman clear her throat. Like he, he enlisted an accomplice for this. You hear her clear her throat and then he follows with the Winnie. <laughs> Can you imagine working in an office with this all day? It's amazing. It's amazing. This was the like, one where, guy, he, where he had the woman uh, help out there. Yeah. It's, was, we need a, this guy needs to be studied. Okay, here, here's the last one. <clears throat> see, see, <laughs> she's a real team player because she does she the, she does the cough and he doesn't do it. And then she's like, hold on, I got this. And then she just does a little <clears throat> at the afterward to cue him to do his inadvertent or involuntary horse whinny sound. Amazing. Okay, <laughs> guys, thank you very much. Amazing voicemails as always. Yeah. Just we we have just such an incredible group of people that follow this show and pay attention to us and subscribe to our bonus content. We're just I feel truly blessed to be in contact with you guys. But for but now, let's talk some sports. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then place a five dollar wager on any sport. You'll receive one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the King of Sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc my name is brian they call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my crew rings, you see. They're as sparkly as can be. I might own Troy on DVD. I think it's just always important. I I can't ever stop thinking about it, but uh, Mike Tarico is getting a lot of airtime because he's hosting the Olympics. He's the he's the yeah. new Costas, and it's a good time to remind everyone that he once said he wasn't sure if he was black. He didn't think he was black. This was in the ESPN book, yeah. I believe. If you want to call me that, that's fine. But you know, in my whole family, there's nobody I know who is black. 
He thinks he's Italian. Um, he's so he's adopted, and he was adopted by Anglo's, and he just doesn't get that. Nobody wants to tell him. I mean, at I some point, you know, the movie yeah. Me, Myself, and Irene. Yeah, you know, yeah. at some point, you're like, oh, maybe Shante uh, Junior is not mine. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's fine. Like I, you know, if he, if he was upfront about being black, you'd be like, yeah. fine, you're black. But yeah. the fact that he's in denial about it, it makes yeah. it interesting. It's like, um, you know, I love seeing when people are wearing wigs, even yeah. though I don't care if somebody's bald or yeah. I, I, for some reason, and this really is not my business. I, I do. I am curious when you find out somebody's gay. Yeah. Even though I don't care if they were just gay, sure. you know? Yeah. But I, I, a quick side note today, I clicked on the clickbait. It says 18 celebrities you didn't know were gay. And I was like, okay. It's, who are they? I click Anyone? on it and the yeah. first one, and I knew I felt bad clicking on clickbait, Sean, but I was like, okay, if these are out yeah. people. The first one was Ellen and Portia. And so I just, oh, come on. I just shut it down. Come like, on. all right, so what are yeah. we doing here? I know. They're trying to trick us. But yeah, Tariko, uh, yeah. you know, he should embrace this story because otherwise we can talk about his stalking and grabbiness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's gropy as fuck. Yeah. He was, he, luckily, he did, he did all his, his, um, grabbing. Before a he was that well known. He was just a sports center host right. at the time, and it was like pre Me Too. But, but can he, you imagine he, what yeah. you have to do? He got suspended in like 1995. Yeah, yeah, for being for being you a little have to squeezy be an animal, right around the office with the PAs. I was watching this week. You know, I can't figure out how to watch the Olympics, so I was watching something, and it was like Rich Eisen was hosting it, right. And he was like, it might be like the night show or like some kind of recap it's show. Peacock thing. Yeah, it's on Peacock. And then he was interviewing Mike Tirico and they were like chopping it up. And I was, I was really like at a loss. Like if I had to pick one of these two to be, to be badly injured in, a, in an industrial accident, I, I was like having a hard time deciding and I was going through it. And here's the thing about Tirico. He's, he's, so vanilla. Yes. Yeah, insultingly he's, so. Yes. And he's like, he's like a, like one, like, you know how like my dick is one to the right of a media of an absolute middle of the road, average dick. Mine's one to the right. Mike, Mike Tirico is like one to the right of the just completely monotone Joe Buck who never changes in his inflection he's, no matter what he's happens like those, on the field. He's like those generic fish in SpongeBob. Like, yeah, yes, yes. He's just part of that, like the filler. Yeah, he just is. And, and that's, and that's why he's achieved this level because he's like, he's not doing anything wrong, but he sure as fuck is not doing anything interesting. And yet he thinks because he calls the fucking Olympics, he's the host of the Olympics. He thinks he's special and he, he thinks, thinks people he's, are tuning in to see him. Yes. Yes. He thinks people are watching because they're really interested in hearing what Mike Tirico has to say. And, Ugh. and for that reason, I would, I wouldn't look, I'm not wishing this on him. I would never wish this on anybody, but I, I wouldn't, 
be super upset if he were, if he, if like a forklift ran over his foot or something <laughs> now, but then, and then on the other side, you got rich Eisen. Now, rich Eisen, Man, he really, he really lucked into his career. Like he I, really I, did. I mean, he was just a generic sports center guy. And then he joined yeah. the NFL network and became yeah. the guy early on. And, and that's the thing, rich Eisen, while early, while easy to avoid, like if you never turn on the NFL network, you never have to see Rich Eisen. He also he's got a radio show, but again, it's on it's on like C level stations and places. Look, he's making a lot of money. I really love football, but yeah, it's it's too much. We we get plenty of NFL. It's too much. I don't it's too much. I don't need to be watching the NFL network. Never, There's so no. much NFL to be so had much. in in a few weeks. So it'll be. Constant until February. Constant. But here's the thing about Rich Eisen. At some point, somebody told him he was funny. Oh, yeah. And he listened to that and he believed that. And so he leans into, I'm the funny sports commentary guy. Yeah. And he was, he was doing, he was doing the the olympic golf highlights and he was unironically doing caddyshack quotes oh no on every oh. highlight so he was like no 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 like he's doing he's doing oh, no. quotes from caddyshack and he thinks he's really original and funny and he and and yet and, and i'm pissed off because we do this here where we're actually funny and we we're creative and we come up with our own stuff. He's doing this fucking hack unfunny bullshit. And he's very much pleased with himself. So I, I determined in that moment that I very much would be more interested. And again, I don't want this to happen to either of these guys, obviously, but if I had to choose Sophie's choice, you're getting on the train. You get to bring one of these people on the train with you, and the other one gets hit by the train. I would have to pick Rich Eisen for that. <laughs> I would save Rich Eisen if I were if got so if I were Meryl Streep, Jeremy syndrome, where somebody yes. told him he was the funny porn star, yes. and then it was like, yes. "What? You're not funny." Yes. And not- and and turns out, turns out, Ron Jeremy was raping all his co-stars, and Rich Eisen is raping my ears. <laughs> and my sensibilities. So very, it's actually very similar. So we're, you know, we're, we're it up to me and thank God it's not rich Eisen slightly more interested in tragedy befalling him than Mike Tirico, who also is horrible. Um, what else is going on? So there? the biggest news story, because this, this gets the biggest ratings in America. When Simone Biles dropped out, there were just people, it was yeah. like Defcom five and yes. comedian Michael Che, who I I've seen some funny stuff out of. Not I won't watch the Jost portion of SNL. So, of course so, not. But I've seen him like do stand up. That's pretty funny. But he posted some, posted some jokes about her sexual assault. But the good news, because that was tasteless. The good news, yes. Che claims his account was hacked. So we talked about this on Trend Lightly, and I read the posts. Yeah. The hacked one, and it looks like he's deleted them. There's no screenshots here. The hacked one, I really read that with sarcasm font. 
like he was saying, yeah, I was actually hacked. You know, I only make jokes uh, about cops and white people. Like, okay. I feel like he wasn't really apologizing for, and what he did was. Was he really, did he really like joke about her sexual assault? Or? So, no, but yes, he did. But here's what he did. People DM'd him jokes so he posted a thing where he's like i want to do simone biles jokes i'm on my way to the comedy cellar uh and i'm just gonna get it all out there and then people dm'd him just the hackiest most tasteless larry nasser joke like unfunny and then he screenshotted and like reposted them to his stories with like his own response and definitely not like condemning these bad mm. jokes you know so he so he kind of like tried to distance himself from it except that he's the one that's sharing that no one would see this right. i would never right i wouldn't know this story unless he shared yes that shit. yes exactly uh, so i i feel like he's trying to have it both ways and it's just it's so bad i don't see how he makes it through this i don't know how you stay on saturday night live if this is your idea of comedy. Um, the one thing I'll say about the the whole, when, when you hear about everybody's hot take about Simone Biles, and ultimately my, yeah. my thing was like, who gives a shit if one more medal is one? Like, who gives a shit? People can do what they want. If this hurts yeah. her financially, this is her, you know. But, but I'm saying that everybody, just like Osaka, like if somebody makes that choice to do something like, that yep. doesn't go along with it and it hurts them financially. That's their choice. Totally. I, I don't get that medal. Like, fine. Who gives a shit? I don't watch yes. gymnastics anyway. But when people are like, they don't make them like Jordan. Do you remember in the middle of Michael Jordan's career where he quit and played oh, baseball? Yeah. And he also yeah. played during an era without social media or camera phones where him drunkenly picking up hookers and gambling and, in casinos the night before a game would would have been posted and talked about ad nauseum oh yes this is no i the the naomi osaka one that is particularly resonant with me because i recall rafael nadal again a great champion he had to take an extended break from his career because he was super sad that his parents were getting divorced he was like 27 <laughs> and no, no one was like, can you believe this guy? His, you know, he needs to answer for this. It's dude. There is a fucking double standard. I don't like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be like, f you know, Mr. Fucking pink hat over here. Right. But it absolutely is a thing when, when a female player is like, I, Hey, fuck this. I don't want to do interviews with these fucking asshole reporters. It makes me uncomfortable. She gets shit on. And if a fucking male player were to do the same thing when when Eddie Murray didn't want to talk to reporters oh. or Ted Williams or fucking any of those guys, it was not the same fucking thing. He was just surly and whatever. That's just that's just Eddie being Eddie. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, and also she happened to be sexually molested, which is something that, you know, that yes. wasn't that wasn't a, an additional layer to Michael Jordan quitting. Totally. He's like, well, you got to give him yeah. credit. His, his dad died, and so he has to quit basketball. But like, whatever. Who, yes. who gives a shit? Yes. This is who this is them. I don't. Shit. 
I don't care about anybody yes. doing whatever. I didn't. They don't I owe, didn't get they don't the medal. You shit. It didn't cost yes, me a medal. Exactly. I didn't get it. Exactly. Um. Anyway, well, we're, we've got some more, but we're going to jump to the NFL because the training camps are yes. starting, and this guy Fine, has uh, a lot to say. Cole Beasley drops yeah. a bizarre anti-vaxxer diss track <sighs> after yeah. he talks about how he's pro-choice of vaccines and yes. he has lots of scientific theories on vaccines and stuff. And he's the voice right. for the, for the ones who are staying silent. Yes. I like, why, why does everyone think they can rap? Like, I don't, I don't even do karaoke. And just cause you, just cause you're an athlete, you think you can like put it in a song. It's a real like, bad idea. Wants, I've, Nobody wants to hear that. I've heard over the years so many guys rap, and like yeah. I think Damian Lillard's he's pretty the good, good one, and yeah. uh, Iman Shumpert was pretty good too. And that's oh, about it. I'll take your word for it. But that's yeah. it. I mean, I know. we have had so many guys, athletes rapping, and there Co- have been Kobe two. did an album. Ever Shaq? Uh, they're all yeah. terrible. Shaq with the Fushnikins. I don't imagine we're gonna get. I don't imagine we're gonna get a second Kobe album. I don't think we're going to get another no. uh, Cole Beasley track. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. <laughs> um, also, it doesn't help. It doesn't help that he's a white guy, you know, like. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just, it's, there's a higher degree of difficulty. That's all. Those receivers take a lot of shots to the dome. Yeah, they do. It's a lot of, a lot of head um, shots. A German cycling official apologizes after shouting a racial slur during the race. He shouted, get the camel drivers several times. I mean, you know, Germany really seems to be able to like up the ante with racism because that's a new one to me. I've never heard get the camel drivers or camel drivers as a, you know, how like, um, you've been fucking around in a semester at school and you get, you know, in the beginning of the semester, you might fuck up and it's like, all right. You know, I got to clean up my act. And and then as you get further along, you're like, okay, now I got to be on my best behavior. Well, this is Germany, like after two failed tests, the yeah. world wars, you would think at this point, they're like, all right, we got to steer clear of like anything. Yeah, I know. Like we, we just got extra safe. We, we got to, we got to play everything really safe because we really fucked up at the beginning of this semester for like a lot. We, you know. Yeah. We've been pretty yeah. bad. We need we need to pick up our grade. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's you know there definitely is some of that, but then you know they they kind of let it slip. I mean there's there is definitely something to where they're like, hey, we fucked up before, but like just let us just let us be us now. You know, like we don't we shouldn't be tied to that. That was seventy years ago. Yeah. Like you're still holding us accountable. That was just that one guy. We're not that one guy, but it's like, it's, it's hard to shake that and just be like yeah. a normal level of racist. <laughs> we just, you know, listen, like yeah. we're, we're always going to be answering for our past. I mean, we see it here with the 1619 project, all the, all the opposition. Hey, there's a past. We're going to have to try to be better. And uh, Germany, you're, you're not out of the woods yet. Like, no, we still know no. about Hitler. You're 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 yeah. still in it. We didn't forget about that guy, that's for sure. 
Um, an, an Olympics tennis player shouted an anti-gay slur during the match. But the good news is he was just blaming the heat. He got really hot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, maybe that ha- maybe that's what Papa John Schnatter needed. Because remember, it took he's him 20 months. Ovens. Got really hot in there. Right. It took him 20 months. And well, those red shirts work. he wears. He's doing yeah, the work. He did, he did the work. He got off. He got off the N-word. <laughs> Similarly, maybe this guy. Was it the... Um, was it the one that Matt Damon apparently uses in casual conversation? The the F slur. I would I would guess. Yeah, that's the big one. Um, yeah, I mean the heat. You know, it can make you loopy sometimes. You know, so so much of of I mean this he got caught, but so much like whether it's Matt Damon, sometimes like you don't have to tell funny anecdotes from home. Like you can just kind of keep yeah. it a little vanilla. Yeah. I just yeah, because he's he I've heard, I've heard him speak intelligently about like well, you he went to have it. No, but like he I've heard him talk. I remember somebody was challenging him on unions and shit, and he, he and knows he had, his shit, yeah. and he knew his shit, and it's like, but he was dumb enough to think that like yeah, it's some certain things that go on in your home, you know, maybe just yeah. realize like this can't be, this yeah. this is not it's, it's not smart. it's a bummer because Matt Damon. Is actually like a really good actor. He's yes, one he of those. Is. He's one of those movie oh, stars. By the way, he'll, yeah. he'll be fine. This is not the type of thing that sinks you. No, no. And it's, it almost feels like he wants to like get ahead of something that might All right. come out later. So he's just like saying it first, which is actually a really smart play. But I mean, he's really good in that behind the candelabra movie. I'm just saying. Like, oh, I don't he was. I, I would like to see him keep working because he's, I don't see everything that he does, but when he's in something that I'm interested in, he's very good. Hey fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.